So the New York store was the first store. Mm. So all of their marketing, all of their everything was put into that store. All the celebrities walked to that store. Everything was in that store. I walked in with a purple mohawk and they were (laughs) like, you look like a stylist. Are you a stylist? I was like, well, yes, I am. Right, right, for sure. Last (laughs) six months. Yes. Do you have experience? Well, yes, I do. Right, right. Ain't got not not a lick of experience. (laughs) But, um... I sat, I sat with them. They hired me. I even I even undersold myself, really. Because mm. once I talked to the other stylist, she's like, no, you could have got like triple what right. you asked for. But I was just happy to be in the building. I was happy to have a job. From there, my first day of work, I met Miley Cyrus. My mm. third day of work, I met Eva Longoria. Like within weeks of working there, I met Rihanna, Missy Elliott wow. at that top shop, right? Because celebrities went through the back door up to the fourth floor. Mm-hmm. And that's where the stylist or head of head, head of style could pull clothes from top shop and create a rack for the celebrities to look through. Mm. Right. So my journey goes, I'm getting, I'm getting to it. I'm getting yeah. to it. You guys listen. So I started at Top shop. I loved it. I didn't want to leave. But my college said, you can't stay at that school. You have to come back to graduate from our school. You where, was, can't, where is Kent State at? It's in Ohio. In Ohio, gotcha. In Kent, Ohio, like a tiny so town. Atlanta, only- studying abroad. Atlanta, oh. New York. And every time, it seems like every time you get something rolling, they're like, nope, yes. come on back. <laughs> yes. So I finally had a great job. Was so excited. Every single day you walk in the job. Like, I, I, um, I styled... Uh, the lady who sings, uh, girls just want to have fun. Uh, uh, I can't think of her name right now, but I styled her, mm. right? Like, alleged, like I styled legends in this store. Like, from me styling Rihanna, she invited me to her album party. I started getting free oh, wow. studio time. Like, it was just like things, the doors of life were finally opening up for me, right? My school calls. Kent, <laughs> like, nah, you have a, you're a little too lit. Come She's on like, back. yeah, come on back so you can graduate. I'm like... Oh my God! So I'm I'm fighting. Should I just drop out of school right, right. on your last semester, mm. <laughs> or do you stay in New York? So I went back to school, graduated, fell in love, got uh. married. It didn't work. <laughs> I was too young, too lit. It was. <laughs> I mean, it was just. I, I thought like. I'm never going to meet a guy like this again. And it was so different, you know, with me being in the music scene. And, like, I feel like guys always felt like they knew what I wanted. Like, oh, you want to go to Benihana's? Are you? Like, no, I actually just want Starbucks. You know, like, (laughs) so he was different. He was foreign. He was from Pakistan. Mm. He was Muslim. I was Christian. He didn't even really speak a lot of English when we got together. Mm, like it was just different. It was just different. And so, yeah. you know, we tried to make it work and it didn't work. And then I in the mean while that was while that marriage was going, I um went on tour with a really major artist, like a huge Disney star. Which because of my contracts, I don't want to talk about it. But a huge, huge Disney star. Remember, I just mentioned her in my last the last conversation about working at Topshop mm. it's all about relationships right. so while I was at Topshop I met her publicist right mm. me and her became really good friends she said hey we're going on tour I literally just got out of college like a week ago mm. literally just got out of college she's like we're going on tour 
all you got to do is pay for your travel. Everything else is paid for. Villas, everything else is paid for. Nice. It's going to be a great internship. Like, just come. I'm like, what? What? Come to Europe by myself? How is this even possible? I don't know, right? I saw a man put his hands on my mother. So what I did was I repeated the pattern. I always tell people there's no such thing as generational curses, but there is a generational pattern. All we're doing is recycling the patterns that we see. So I saw that pattern and I didn't know, I was raised real religious. So because of that, they say, as long as he loves God and he loves you, he's a good man. They didn't teach us chemistry, compatibility, mm. you know, goals and values and standards. They didn't teach us that. So I, I went in not knowing very much about relationships because I wasn't taught anything. I had to learn everything that I teach now. I had to learn on my own. And I have quite a few mentors that are, um, they're my seasoned wisdom ladies that I go hang out with. I hung out with one of them on last, sat last Friday and she's just amazing. She's like 69 and she walks around like this, darling. And she said, oh, April, let me look at you. Oh, you look beautiful. Yes, sit like this, dude. So I hang out with women that are more seasoned and have more wisdom than I have. So I just take what I learned from them and my personal experiences and I share it with my audience. Gotcha. So do you think you were looking for that because that's what you saw? Are you associating that with love? Like if a man doesn't abuse me, they don't love me. I didn't think I associated with love. I think I associated with that's what it, that's just what it, it is. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, because that's what I saw. And so, and I noticed even my daughter, she didn't get into an abusive relationship, but before I broke the pattern, my daughter um, relived my pattern in choosing the wrong husband. Mm. Now she got her, she got a good now, but she, I, she came in on the last, the, the last part of my change. She got the last part of that. That's why I always say our becoming has nothing more to really to do with us as much as it has to do with those that are watching us. So now my, I look at my daughter and she, she said, oh my, I got this. It's, 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 everything is good. And even the guy that she's with, she, he says, I don't know what you told her, but I'm about to marry your daughter. I heard that. I, I said, we're that. going. Said, I know we're looking at houses. What you think about this one? I said, oh, okay. You know, mm. but she didn't get there just because she got there because I became. And so I always talk about our love legacy. We always talk about money hustling, grinding, leaving material things. But what about the love legacy? Are we leaving the kids a love blueprint? So we have so many people that are afraid of love, but I'm doing this for my kids. Well, why don't you fall in love for your kids? Mm. So that they can see what a healthy relationship looks like. So that's the area. The reason why I am so adamant about this is because that's where I failed. With the kids, after I went through my divorce and everything, I shut everything down. So they didn't get to see a man loving on their mother properly. Mm -hmm. And so they didn't get to see their mom loving on a man properly because I went into that, nope, it's just me and my three, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And then I start watching as they start to grow and how they chose mates and how they start to move in the area of relationships. And it wasn't wise. And it was mm -hmm. because they didn't see it. So we can tell them anything, but are we showing them, are we having enough courage to say, if I have enough courage to say, I do everything for my kids and I put my kids first, what about the love part? Yeah. How do you, how do you, um, so I'll give you the scenario. There's a woman, bad relationship after bad relationship after bad relationship. 
their heart is hardened and they say things like, I'm sure you've heard this before. Uh, I'm prepared to be single for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fall in love because it hurts. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of respect it. I mean, if if you try something, fail, try something, fail, try something, fail. And then you look at all the stats, like most relationships aren't going to work out anyway. How do you get, just because maybe I saw love, I'm not, I can't control the other person though. But the, but here's for my thing. I don't respect it. The reason being is because if you have a job and you lose your job, what do you do? Get another one. Okay, and you lose that job, then what you do? Get another one. But what do you do before you get another job? You upgrade your resume because you've learned other skill sets, mm. right? And now you go get a better job. And when you go get that other job, if it didn't work out, they closed down, something happened, you have another set of skills. So no one can ever tell me I'm not going to get in a relationship because of this when I watch you go get another job. So if you haven't been in a relationship in a long time and, and you're using that as an excuse, but yet in that time you wouldn't got a degree, you went and got your credit right to get a house. You did all of these things to upgrade yourself, but you still have the same story from five years ago? No, you can't sell me on that. I got you. I, I, I can feel that. I can feel that. So, but, well, let me, let me ask you. Are you saying that when you improve and you become the woman or the man that can handle a good woman or a man, they automatically come? Yes. I have a new book called Identity Switch, Becoming the Woman Who Gets What She Wants. And that's what the book is all about. So for over 10 years, I've been, I've been a dating coach. And before that, I was a business coach since 2005 or six. And no matter what I was teaching, I started to realize what the common denominator is. It's like everybody wants the information on how to attract a better man or better woman or how to make millions of dollars or, or All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. 
It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Whatever their thing is, but they don't want to change into the, the identity of a person that can have that. So you're asking me to give you where the good men hang out, but you still walk around with this hurt and pain. Well, the woman that you're becoming, she knows how to vet men now. The woman you're becoming, she's a wiser woman now. Mm. So you can't take what I'm teaching you here and try to apply to your own self because a, be a, a better man is nothing more than a byproduct of you becoming a better woman. That makes sense because you can, you know how you have this homegirl in off rip. I don't even know the guy, but are you dating him? that? Really? <laughs> yeah. And it's because I guess that woman can't even see. Yes. It's like, it's like, I just got a Tesla. Prior to getting a Tesla, I didn't see a lot of Teslas around. Mm. Now I see them everywhere. So once you switch over into a different view, you get something different. So when people say, oh, dating in Atlanta is hard. Dating in Atlanta has never been hard for me. No? Never. And when I tell you, I've had fun dating in Atlanta. And it's all because of how I view myself, how I presented myself, and me saying, you know, April, you can't hide behind the domestic violence. You can't hide behind the 12 years of molestation or the um, rapes or whatever, you, all the things you've gone through. You can't hide behind that because at the end of the day, if you weigh it and you say, even though I've been all through all this, I still want to have somebody there. That means you, you have to heal yourself. If you can say, I don't want a relationship and not put it on any reason, but I just don't want a relationship. I'll believe you. But if you say, well, I don't want a relationship because blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah, you lying. You lying. And you need to make an identity switch to become the woman that doesn't make those old mistakes or the man. Cause we, I get a lot of guys that I call them Captain Sabums for whatever reason. Well, normally it's having a toxic mother. Normally a man's first um, experience with toxic, toxic femininity is with his mom. Brotox, though, don't sleep on it. Brotox, is yes, it's a thing? it's a thing. <laughs> is it really? It really is. And it's not just for those of, of the LGBTQ plus community. It's, it's a thing. I mean, 
Deion Sanders gets it. You know what's crazy? When you <laughs> said that, like I'm like, oh wow, that'd be dope. And then you said it's not just for LGBTQ plus. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't want that there. Ah. Because <laughs> it seems like, but you're saying a lot of like men use it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, don't you care? I mean, you may not care to the extent of a woman per se, but you, we are all getting older. Every face? day, every your face actually looks good. But I, I did it? notice when you raised your brows, like there was some horizontal lines, but oh, so like if I yeah, the wrinkles here, yeah. So hold on, so <laughs> Botox can take away the wrinkles when I raise so, my eyebrows. So you would have to get some treatments over time because right. this is something that didn't happen overnight. But definitely, so there's something wrong with that. I thought that's why people's faces are. I, I don't want to say there's nothing wrong, anything wrong with it. <laughs> Yo, I never even thought about it. But I'm not saying eyebrows. there's anything, there's anything You're wrong right? with it. Let me raise yours. Yeah, he has a little bit. Yo, mine is really less. bad. He's the youngest, right? So he, you're younger. He has less. I never realized how wrinkled <laughs> my head is. So that's not natural. I won't say that it's not natural. It's just a part of the it's aging yours. process. <gasps> you don't got to like my whole my whole forehead changes. <laughs> Do yours. You don't got no lines. Well, I got Botox. So let me just let you know. I did. I had them very deep. It's a part of our facial. When we make facial expressions. That's crazy. It'll it'll be it'll emphasize it more over time. Like you can tell how people express themselves facially based on their lines. And I'll so- I'll never see my own face again the same way. <laughs> I will never, I can never like, that's, and now it looks crazy to me because I thought everybody, all right. Okay, I'll my hat back on. It's all the young again. <laughs> so that's, okay, Botox. Yeah. Botox for women, is it just the foreheads or is it? No, you get, you treat, you can treat, like Botox you can treat a lot of different areas, but generally speaking, especially, introductory it would be like the forehead in between the brows and like the lines on the side mm. of the eyes yeah no follow one course until successful write this down focus follow one course until successful when your energy is not focused in one area you cannot be successful in all areas it doesn't work that way mm. and even when I look at my multiple businesses they all could even be doing better mm. but it's me trying to separate my time and work on six things when I was focused on one I made even more in that one than these put together for sure you get what I'm for saying sure. so people think multiple streams of income mean multi-millionaire no I mean you might be tired stressed out overworked and underpaid mm -hmm. so um focus and, and I truly believe that where focus goes energy flows and so you can't be all everywhere even in your family life your personal life like you have to find a focus and decide to sit in that focus of that thing until the desired result is, is accomplished Damn have like some sort of formula when because some people are like yo i'm making five thousand dollars a month i'm about to do something else or ten thousand or twenty thousand is there is there some sort of formula we can follow to say okay i'm going to lock in on this one thing for x amount of time or reach some sort of success that we can define and then it's time to split focus so here's what i would say you know and the the gurus will give you this philosophical answer and i'm going to say Find your peak performance, mm -hmm. perform your peak performance. But if it goes back to biblical, the, the Bible says, be fruitful and multiply. Mm -hmm. If you're making 5,000, but you have not multiplied somebody else making 5,000 like you, mm -hmm. you can't go nowhere. Mm -hmm. Until you have helped somebody match your income, stay right there. Yeah. 
Gotcha. And gotcha. then what's going to end up happening is that when you when you multiply what you've accomplished in somebody else, or at least half of that in somebody else, if you make it five thousand a month, have you helped somebody else make five thousand a month? If not, you really ain't successful. You just temporarily winning. <laughs> I like that. Okay, we clap it up. We clap it up. You know what I mean? So uh, you know that's how I keep myself grounded. Yeah. You know, like okay, Stormy, who did you help? Like my goal is a thousand families. You know. And people be like, well, we, I think you had a billion families now. I get what they're saying, but in my mind, I know I could get comfortable. Like mm -hmm. I have enough money. I make enough money right now that I could retire. I could chill mm -hmm. and not do nothing. And I could still travel. I could still eat. I could still fly first class. I could still buy jewelry and clothes. And I'm not saying retire and be poor. I could retire and live an amazing life. But how boring is that? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about. 100%. You know, 100%. you look back at your old self, you're like, how many people look like how I used to look and live like how I used to live that just need to hear from me so they can see and learn my way of doing it. Because no matter what anybody may think about you, David, or even me, we have had mentors and coaches along the way, right? Mm -hmm. But you still did it in this certain type of way. For so sure. now it's like, ooh, 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 I got a way, I got a way. Let me teach yeah. them the way. Yeah. Used to work at Cheesecake Factory, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's what I feel. I feel like until you can say, I make a million a month. Who did I help make a million a month? Mm -hmm. If you ain't help nobody make a million a month, you just lucked up. <sighs> if you make 10 grand a month and you ain't help nobody make 10 grand a month, you ain't multiplying. What happened right. to that? You so biblical. You so God. <laughs> well, your multiplication, you <laughs> right. got about that part. I know marketing and branding yeah. and people like me, I can hire a broker. Correct. I can have Shan's Realty. Yep. I can hire a broker yes. and I'll just run this just as another business where yes. I just hired somebody to run the business. Exactly. <sighs> you don't have to have a real estate license. Uh, you can literally just say, listen, I'm good at business. I know business structure. I know marketing. If you open up Shan's Real Estate and you hire a broker and say, listen, this is the salary plus commission I'm going to pay you. So because you're the actual person, you're the broker in charge. You are the managing broker. So as the managing broker of these contracts, you'll be responsible for. But I'm the business owner. And I'm putting the structure in place. Ooh. That's it. I could, I could partner with somebody who really, you know, it's like people that really know real estate and they're like, they're good in their yes, little pocket. That's, that's what you do. You partner with someone that really knows real estate. They have their broker's license. And now you, you have your own real estate company. There are a lot of <laughs> huge companies where the owner doesn't have a real estate license. Okay. Teach me how to build this. Okay. Right so, here. Okay. So, so <laughs> one, if you are a broker, and you know all the stuff you know about real, you know it, like the back of your hand, you're really good, you service your clients, your clients are happy, but you don't know how to find clients. You don't really know how to find agents. Mm -hmm. Come to Death Row. Come to Death Row. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and listen, come to Death Row Records. Well, we ain't gonna be all dancing in your video. You feel me? Let me tell come you on, something. Man. Social proof real estate firm, let's Ready. go. Okay. The walk you through it, the first thing you want to do is you're going to find you a managing broker. So you get you a managing broker, you negotiate that salary, and they have to have had their real estate license for at least three years, right? Mm -hmm. Then they, from there, you fill out the application with the commission, the Georgia Real Estate Commission for Atlanta. Fill out the Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Eufy lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school, and they... 
need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there. You don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Ufi is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, eufy.com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy. E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y, video lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park application because it's you as the owner and that person as the managing broker once they approve it there are a few things that you're going to have to get in the back end before you launch one who is going to handle finance because these agents want to get paid their commissions mm -hmm. so talk get you a financing and commission based like software so you can process it secondly you need to have your processes in place like people when they come to a company they need to know what you expect from them so write out your policies and procedures get your ICA which is your independent contractor agreement in place you need that in place so you can outline what you're offering in exchange for the split mm -hmm. then decide what you want your split to be 
Like, you know, my, <laughs> it depends. Like there are mm-hmm. people, there are companies that do transaction based where they're only going to charge you per transaction. Mm-hmm. There are companies that are going to charge you a split. What is your split? And the split is going to say this. Let me break that down. Real quick before I forget this. Do I have to, do I get charged for each, as a broker, do I get charged for each agent that I have? Like, can I have some agents just sitting around and if they don't make no money, nobody makes money or... I'm charging, no, I charge a monthly fee. As a company, okay. you're going to charge a monthly fee for access to your office, access to your backend systems processes. So you're going to get paid a monthly fee, but if they just sitting around, that's all you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So determine what that monthly fee is to see if it's going to help cover your operations, operational expenses, because you don't want to, you know, charge too little. Oh, I got a vision. No, keep you going. Know? Okay. So, so keep going, me. keep going. You're talking about the splits. So, so now you have the splits and now it's like, do you want to do an 80, 20 split, 85, 15 split and in, in which they keep 85%, you get 15%. And at mm. what point will they cap yep. or will they not cap? I was with a company before that never capped. And what is a cap? So that means, Hey, you want to come work for death row records for per year? You got to pay me 25,000. I'm going to get a cut of your commission every single deal until you hit 25,000. Once you hit 25,000, then all I'm getting from you is your monthly fees and it resets mm. every count, it resets every anniversary year. Or there are companies that's like it's an 85-15 split, period. There period. is no cap. I'm going to get paid in, infinitely on your deals and that's it. So you decide Which one's worse? Which one's better? Atlanta does it. I can tell you. I like the infinite. I like yeah. the infinite, but I can tell you Atlanta doesn't do well with it. They just don't. Yeah. He, it's, too much, it's too much competition, too many people. Um, you know, black people, we want to keep our money. You know, it's black yeah, excellence. Sure. And so you got to create a structure that is the cap makes sense for the amount of support you're offering. You're not pressed like that anymore. And, you know, I get the whole, oh my gosh, she's 46. And, you know, what did what they say? They said she's 46 and... um. She's not a high value woman and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) What they don't understand is this. Women back in the day, as we were going through evolution, they got married younger. It wasn't because they loved the man. It was because he was for survival. Women couldn't get bank accounts. Women could not buy houses. Women couldn't even fend for themselves. So yes, this this, um, idea of if a woman is left, what, 25 or, or 35 and over, she she's a has-been. That's only because of the conditionings back in the day. Now that we are able to take care of ourselves um, and we able to look good, because I look good to be 46, <laughs> we, we, we are able to pick a man based upon his character and his integrity and his spirituality. We don't have to just run to you all for a bag anymore. And I think men should be happy about that because the narrative is, and I hear it all over the internet all the time, is that if a woman is over a particular age, she can't get a particular type of man. And that is so not true because the only reason why we were getting y'all when we were younger is because we didn't have rights. So we had to go snag Mm -hmm. the best man that we could get because all we could do was have babies and clean, possibly clean people's houses, but we couldn't even get credit cards without a husband. Mm. So those days are, have changed. The problem now is women have gotten so far over into the independent side that now they've lost the, the interdependent side needing for the man. But back in the day, as we started to evolve, you know, in caveman times, women got together and said, okay, I'm gonna get him. Okay, that one, he can go out and he's not a village guy. He's the hunter. So everybody wanted to get the hunter. That's why you, women say, oh, I want the alpha male. That's where that comes from. Wow. I want the man that's going to go out and he's going to go get everything. So that's why women gravitate to him because that's in our makeup. But now that we are able, 
have our rights, buy our homes and all of these things ourselves, we can actually take our time. And technically, back in the day, we were living to be over 100 years old. So it's Western culture and all of the diseases and the uh, food products and all of the, the stuff that we have now that have caused us to lessen in age. So when someone says, oh, you're 46 and you haven't, but I'm bad though. <laughs> I'm a baddie. I'm a baddie though, you know? And, I, and the thing is, it's not just from an outward appearance. I know what it means to be a woman and I know what it means to take care of an amazing man because mm -hmm. I had to learn that. There's a fear that makes me stop and there's a fear that makes me go. I've there's a been fear that makes you stop, stop and, and a fear, fear that, that makes, makes you go. go. Okay. So the fear that makes me go is knowing that this can go away. Mm. Like, I mean, let's 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 take the crypto for example, right? I I looked in my account, account yesterday, and it's, it's you know I, I believe if you can't afford to lose, it, don't invest it. Yeah, you sure. know, unless you invest in it yourself, you're never losing, yeah. right? Keep it low, cause you, you know everybody don't know. You, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but no, no, my crypto account, yeah. my Coinbase account. Okay, I got you, got you, got you. Got you. you feel me? I thought you saw. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 got you. <laughs> and it was down seventy over seventy thousand dollars. So mm. what about the people that really took their last? And like, I started yesterday, just like, I don't look at it. And I'm like, oh, wow, $70,000. What if that was all I had for a business and my job? I remember when my crypto account was like over a quarter of a million dollars. And then yesterday I was like, oh crap, this is crazy. Jeez. But it was like, that's the fear. It's like, okay, it's go time because you thought it was going to be this. Mm -hmm. But the beautiful thing is I know it's going to grow. Then like, for example, my, my other businesses, and I never told nobody this, but exclusive behind exclusive. the scenes. I believe in having leverage too, right? So I am the top income earner in my company, right? But, um, and I'm happy. I love my multi-level marketing company. But I also know, like, if you go acting crazy or something, I got me a couple of other businesses that I could fall back on. Mm -hmm. I got my own skincare. I can just mm -hmm. take my energy and put it over here. I, I got a CBD company. I can take my energy and put it over mm -hmm. here. So, number one, I believe in imagination, visualization as well. Number two. Number one is burning desire. Hold, hold on, because that is real. Because I've seen a lot of uh, companies, because... At the end of the day, it's not your company, right? It's not your company. But And I've seen a lot of companies just go AWOL. They start doing what they want, especially when they start paying you too much. They're like, mm. ooh, try to figure out ways to not pay you. I've seen people, companies take people's check, right? Because, you know, you, you think you're an entrepreneur, you built it, and they can take that joint. <laughs> but I like the fact that you said, and I, and I feel like you've probably been in the office once or twice and had to remind them, like, hey, listen. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not get it twisted. Yeah, I have. That's major. Yeah, so so I just had to throw that in there. But so becoming a millionaire mindset. So number one, burning desire. Like you have to have a burning desire. Yeah. Um, and most people just have the desire. Yeah. It ain't burning enough. Like I believe in principles. I live a very principle based life. So whenever I'm in doubt, I go down to principles or I go back to principles. And I mean, I say down. So like I chunk things down. So I believe in like honor thy mother and thy father. Like. I take care of my dad to this day, you know? He's on an allowance. He don't ask me, he know he got his wow. check. At one point, my dad was on a $2,000 a week allowance. Mm. Mm. I took it down now, Jeez. but <laughs> no. So so, so I'm, I'm saying it because I have a burning desire to do that. I can't imagine my dad calling me saying, I need $200 and I'm mad and I'm arguing with him because he asked me for $200. And I see people do that. Yeah. I've been with people and they mom or dad calling for $200 and they mad. That is your mama. Mm. That is your daddy. Give your mama or your daddy. That should be baked into your bills. Yeah. And they're probably not mad at the fact that they're calling. They're probably mad at the fact that they can't provide it. It's, it's both. They just have programmed their mind to be like, why my mama keep calling me? I'm mm. the only child she called. Okay, well, good. <laughs>
but I look at it totally different. So that is honorable to me. Like, it's like, I always want you to have to put some respect on my name. Yeah. So I have a burning desire for that though. It's yeah. not a negotiable for me. It's not a negotiable that I live freely. It's not a negotiable that I get to do what I want when I want. Yeah. I, I collected a million dollars for a company and they gave me 25 cents and I used to eat lean cuisines and I, I had a carpool with my friend to work. Mm. You don't know what I'm talking about. And my water was off back home. I had to go turn it back on with the pliers. Those things made me create the burning desire. I guess with people, they might be in a situation, but it doesn't hurt bad enough for them to do something. They desire to get out of the situation, but because sometimes the job is enough for them to live, it's it doesn't create a burning desire. 